Welcome to Voice of Change, your radio program, raising transformational leaders. I am your host, Olajumoke Adenowo. Voice of Change is committed to raising the leader in you. Are you ready for a paradigm shift? Then join me on this brief and exciting journey. Welcome to Voice of Change. Today, my producer said, we're almost nine years in December. And I thought, is that a good thing? Or what do we think about it? I say that because if you hear from my voice that I seem tired, I am actually tired. Tired of a few things being the way they are and tired of a few things becoming worse. Worse than ever before as I speak in this country right now. I was speaking to a young politician, one of those who I hope are showing us the fact that there is a future for this country and the tales of war we came back with from the field as he attempted to run to serve. They frankly shock and awe. They amaze me. But I'm getting ahead of myself. Don't go anywhere. Stay tuned to Voice of Change. Follow us today on Twitter at Jumoke Adinawa. Welcome back to Voice of Change. I'm your host, Olajumoke Adinawa, and we can continue this conversation on social media at Jumoke Adinawa, on Twitter and Instagram especially. I was listening to a young man. He's in his 20s, actually. He's late 20s. And I salute him for his vision, his courage, his tenacity, his perseverance, his determination to make a change. This young man took up the journey to run for office in his state outside Lagos at the federal level. When we were talking about the tales of war today, I couldn't believe it. See if you can believe this. He goes to a farming community where there is no water. There's just one stream. They bathe once a week because that stream is where they do their business. You know what I mean by do their business, of course, where they drink the same water, they wash with it, bathe with it, cook with it. He digs boreholes. He digs wells in this community. Then he gets on election day, 12 18-seater buses to go and carry people from this community to the polling units because they leave. How many hours away did they say? Did he say three hours away from the polling community? It brings them to town to vote and they match the polling unit. One particular party gives each one of them 4,000 naira each. They all vote for this party and march back to the buses that he provided to begin to ride back majestically to their farming community. Now, if it was you, what would you say? Exactly what he said, I'm sure. Get down. And they said, oh, get down. I said, of course, get down. I brought you to vote for me. You voted for somebody else for 4,000 naira each. And you want me to ferry you back to where you're coming from. Do you know what they said? They said, oh, this 4,000 will cook stew for four days. And I'm still thrown. I mean, I lost my voice when I heard this. It was that traumatic for me. He said, oh, poverty will not let real politics work in the country. And I said, no, that's not poverty. It's a hijacking of the medulla oblongata. Something is wrong with those people. Because if you've got a borehole now, and instead of a borehole, you want 4,000. Number one, it's greed. 
It's because the borehole is already in the ground. They have that. You can't go away with a borehole. You know, it's greed. So it's not poverty because you have helped them to a large extent by giving them a borehole. You've helped them to a large extent to solve a more urgent problem than 4,000 Naira can solve. But still, they took 4,000 and they voted. Hmm. I wanted to know how it works because in my polling unit, everybody behaves. The police behave, the youth coppers behave, everybody behaves. So I wanted to know how you were supposed to know that people voted for you. He said, oh, you stand right there. So it's not a secret ballot. You stand right there and watch and make sure they voted what you want to vote. Another young man running for office elsewhere in Nigeria said to me, this is what it is. I'm to give young people 10,000 each and each one will bring this amount of voters. First, I thought he was stretching the truth until this other one too said, I had students come to me and say, I need 1 million and I'll give you 400 votes. What is going on? See, I'm very outspoken in saying I do not believe that the youth of Nigeria have a moral obligation to tout themselves as the hope of the nation. Because from my interaction with a lot of the youth, the youth have never even known a country that works. People like me have seen a Nigeria that works. People a little younger than I have seen a Nigeria that works. But a lot of the youth that are listening to me now have never known Nigeria as a working entity. So all they know is a country in which everybody gets rich quick. And you get rich through any means. I remember when I was younger, even before I entered university, we had something called Ali Mosgo. It was a serious period in the history of this country. When students took to the street over a 50 kobo, I think, interest in cafeteria prizes. Or they were meant to pay 50 kobo for food that had been free. 50 kobo was not a lot even then, actually. But the very principle is what the students were against. Those were the days when the youth really, really, really were the hope of the nation. Those were the days when the youth could not be bought. The leaders of the student union could not be bought. I am not advocating violence. I don't think they too set out to be violent, but they protested. And the whole country had to take notice. When students want a million for 400 votes, when an old woman of about 100, according to this young man, bent upon her staff, shaking, vibrating violently, makes her arduous way step by step towards a young man vying for office looks him in the eyes and say to him, give me 3,000 naira and I'll vote for you. You're 100. What rot are we dealing with in this country? And you know the funny thing? People get into office and you wonder why they're corrupt. I'm not advocating corruption either. But until we stop demanding money to vote, the politicians will keep ferreting away money to bribe us to vote for them. This is why. Private individuals, professionals who make their money legitimately will find it difficult to go into political office. Why would you take your hard-earned money to buy votes from someone so that you can serve them? It makes no business sense. Why do I want to pay to be given the onerous task of serving you? We get the leadership we deserve in this country. Come next Saturday, we're voting again. Make sure you do vote because you have to be part of the solution and not part of the problem. However, 
The truth is, we do get the leadership we deserve. Until we as a people educate our fathers, our brothers, our students who ask for money to vote. Until we change the narrative and it's up to us now to go back and educate everybody in our environment. Until we change the narrative, we will not get the Nigeria that we deserve. Thank you for listening to Voice of Change. For inquiries, please visit www.vocnigeria.com and www.olajumokeadenawa.com. Follow us today on Twitter with our Twitter handle at Adenawa. You can also call 0806-397-2911 or 0809-514-3574. Voice of Change is sponsored by AD Consulting and Awesome Treasures Foundation Partners in Lagos and Canada. Your nation's now away.